0: Yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again.
1: Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Rome wasn't built in a day,
2: nor are Kim Ings, Miami Marlins, born in just one single off season. The Marlins have been super exciting throughout the course of the year to this point. What a surprise. Biggest surprise stone in baseball, correct? No doubt. But now we have the baseline. Uh, no pun intended. What the Marlins are and what they aren't. What they are? Fun. Competitive. Potential playoff team. What they're not? The Atlanta Braves. <laughs> and that came fully to fruition right before our very eyes this weekend. Yikes. It was not even close, and shocker, Chaz Chisholm appears to be hurt again going into the All-Star break. That said, fine. Let the sweep happen. Bygones be bygones. You can get right back on the horse heading into the second half and plenty of opportunities for you to see what I think is playoff-bound Miami Marlins baseball. Stone, tell us more.
0: Dude, you see what he did there? Yeah. It was pessimism, pessimism, yeah. pessimism, and then he just
2: rounded it out. I brought us back into the sunshine. With,
0: hey, it's all right. We'll figure it out. I appreciate that. It's just a perfect toss to me over here. Hey, folks, let's knock it out of the park this season. The Miami Marlins. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership. That gets you even more lock-in priority seating, not to the games where they play the Braves, save on food and merchandise, access to exclusive member events, Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There'll be promotions, giveaways, all that stuff all season long, not to mention the players. <clears throat> not Jazz Chisholm, but hey, Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara? See
2: what I just did uh-huh. there? No, it was good. That's because I usually toss it to you. Yep. Uh, by the way, <laughs> maybe Jazz Chisholm. We just don't know. We don't know. That looked like an oblique issue he Definitely had yesterday on that swing. Before that, the, the three games he played, that was electric. Absolutely. Get your tickets today
0: and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. And
2: again, I'm a Luis Arias guy. <laughs> In case you're scoring at home. get it. Um, real quick, I want to thank everybody who reached out uh, to wish me happy birthday on my 39th birthday. It was yesterday. We very much against my will Friday. Uh, talked about at length that it was my birthday. Uh, So thank you to those who did say thank you. I'm not going to sit here and say I wish that didn't happen. I appreciate that. But also the 39th birthday is one of the most pointless birthdays that any human being can go through Mm. in their entire lifespan. No, There's nothing to celebrate a 39th birthday about except for, hey, I made it here. I suppose for some that's good enough. For me, it was just sort of, eh, 39. And... It's, my God, next year at this time, I'll be 40.
3: Yeah. And that's Ew. a bad thought. I know, well, it's awful. Four play to 40. That's how you got to look at it.
2: <sighs> four play to 40? Yeah. yeah. And I think this year, Ew. with it being my 39th birthday, I think part of what turned me off about just celebrating it as a whole is, like, I'm 39, it's a pointless birthday, and I'm also I'm celebrating a birthday still with a little bit of soreness in my package from a vasectomy. So ah. everything's hit me at one time. Couldn't uh, properly celebrate. Right, Everything's hit me at one time. It's like, hey, uh, I'm an old man. I got the snip. And I'll, oh, yeah, here comes that 39th birthday that nobody cares about. And it's not a milestone birthday. Hey
3: guys, That's you, what happened. Hey,
2: guys, you remember Ken's 39th?
0: <laughs> That's not said. That's not uh, a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll it's never it's forget, forget your thing. 39th. It's not a thing.
3: I, know, I was I was having FOMO on social media, oh. looking at all the celebration for the 39th. They no. brought you in. They had a red carpet. No, but it was it was, it, it
2: was fun. Like Jeanette and my wife did a great job of actually celebrating it. And again, like I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate yeah. it. All I'm saying is that I would. They they didn't have to do that because. And part of me thinks they just do that because they know it drives me crazy. Yes, I'm not a huge fan of like, hey. It's about me. It's my birthday. It's my birthday weekend. It's my birthday week. It's my birthday month. Like, I'm not into that stuff. I'm not even into the, hey, it's my birthday. Like, I just, I'm not. Especially a 39th birthday, though. Like, especially a 39th
3: birthday. Says the guy with the self-titled radio show.
2: Well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's different.
2: My birthday and look at ball. me, look at me, look at me, uh, <laughs> listen to me talk. Like, that's a little bit different. Yeah. I, what I, separates I'm...
3: you from that coach at uh, FDU, man?
2: Oh, uh, Coach! Look at me—the yeah. guy who's at Iona now. Uh, I'm not a uh, I'm not a, a public forward facing turd. I don't know. <laughs> we already forgot his name. He uh, yeah, had his 15 minutes. I forget his name. Dusty May took those 15 minutes from him.
3: Yeah. That's crazy. I cannot think of his name.
2: I'll say this. Dusty Maze minutes, way more sustainable <laughs> over a longer period of time than that guy.
3: Come on now. Okay.
2: Uh, and uh, there was there was one more thing I was going to mention here. Oh, 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 uh, Progress, for those of you, I know that uh, before I had the uh, vasectomy, you guys were trying to pump me up. Like, hey, it's fine. It'll be okay. Um, the last week and a half has felt like five weeks, but I still need to remind myself week and a half today for the first time since the procedure. Lifted full weights. Oh, nice. No d no mm. nothing. Full force and felt pretty good. That's so we're, good. we're coming back. I love it. We're on the comeback now. Like didn't even bother you? No, not really. There didn't feel any tightness or anything. Maybe there was a little like, ooh, I, I kind of felt that, but there's no tightness. There was no sustained anything. Uh, it's 115 in the afternoon. Feeling great. So right it's good. on. That's so amazing. it's good. I do think your boy is back to running next week. Let's go. Welcome back to wait, the fold. No, don't do that. You're rushing it. I'm not rushing. Rushing it. what? You're rushing it. Rushing or rush in it?
3: No, you're. Because well, I'm not
2: rushing, and I don't think I'm rushing <laughs> it
3: either. I don't think you're rushing. Oh, okay. You're rushing it. You're rushing it. I don't think so. You can. You, I give it a little jog.
2: Weeks. I'll let it give it. A, no, six weeks. That's insanity. Let them heal. No, could you imagine if I told your dad, Stone? <laughs> hey, I waited six weeks before doing anything physical oh. after my vasectomy. Your dad would laugh at me. And never have any respect for me, the little he has, ever again. Would tell me to find a new job? Oh, my God. Your dad, the ultimate man, would be like, what a, What an absolute softie.
3: <laughs> uh, y'all trying to be macho men, man. You got to let him heal. We, we just learned something about Theo. Soft. Yeah, a little yeah. soft. Six weeks. I'm a healer, man.
2: Six weeks. The power of like, healing. Oh, I cut my finger up. Six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this man, Theo sounds like uh, he's, he's just doing load management in life. Right. Yeah. Hell
0: yeah, man. Sit back and, and enjoy the roses, man. Hangover one week. He needs it all. <laughs> Whatever it is.
2: Come on. Five, five days of aspirin, please. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and uh, get Coach Robert Sala in here. We like to do this when we can. Things we see over the weekend, we just can't believe it. We put our head in our hands. We smack our hand to our forehead. We say, what a bunch of dog bleep. It's the appropriately named Dog Bleep Monday.
1: Um, yeah, it dog
2: all right, let's start this and do so in very, very angry fashion. NBC yesterday, Theo, you catch uh, NASCAR uh, driving through the streets of Chicago, their Chicago street race yesterday?
3: I didn't catch the drive. I was in Detroit but I did hear, yeah, they had to like delay some stuff because of the rain. It was a
2: lot of rain, yeah. and they had some of the more hilarious pileups you're ever going to find. As someone who grew up in Chicago and has done plenty of driving on Lakeshore Drive in Chicago, I can't tell you how much PTSD I had from yeah. CM seven, eight, nine car pileups making a right hand turn on a Lakeshore Drive yesterday during this NASCAR street race. It was hilarious and a cute NASCAR tribute to the traffic in downtown Chicago. That said, before. The race took place, and you're a man of TV, Theo, WPTV News Channel 5, yeah. WFLX, Fox 29. Before sporting events, they put together a a, a sort of a, a promo package, a, a, a lead-in. It's very heavily produced. Sometimes it's inspirational. It's very entertaining. It grabs the eye. This was a 90-second promo leading into the race in Chicago yesterday for NASCAR, and the premise of it was... That Chicago's a city of champions. Mm. Chicago's a city where greatness shines through. And they showed highlights of, of course, the 2016 Cubs, right? They showed video highlights of the Michael Jordan Bulls. They showed video highlights of the 2013 Chicago Blackhawks. They showed highlights of the 1985 Chicago Bears and referenced the Super Bowl shuffle. But there was a glaring omission to all of this. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the year 2005, and yes, we had color TV back then, a team by the name of the Chicago White Sox won the World Series. A whole 11 damn years before the Chicago Cubs did it. The Chicago White Sox, who had the second longest drought in baseball history mm. between World Series wins in 2005, ending that streak at 88 years, a streak that was longer than the beloved Boston Red Sox who had done it the year prior. The Chicago White Sox won the World Series. Yet, NBC decided either A, never heard of it, or B, just to ignore it, the only professional team in Chicago, and I suppose the Chicago Sky, but if we're talking male sports in mm. Chicago, the one male sport ignored that has won a title. Before the I mean, you put the Bears in there. The Super Bowl shuffle Bears. I was barely, barely six months old when that happened, okay? Like and we're it. still talking about that. That's meatball nonsense. The White Sox not being included in that. Me, as a Chicago White Sox fan, as a sports fan, I'm offended by that. And I think that's lazy by NBC. And I think it is just par for the course, the way that Chicago and the way the media treats the Chicago White Sox as an afterthought, because it's all about the cute Cubs, all about the Ivy, all about Wrigleyville, all the old stadium, all cute little cubbies. Oh, that stadium, Wrigley Field, smells like piss. Okay? Okay. It is the most overrated venue in all of sports. Get over them. NBC... Screwing over the White Sox, just like ESPN has done in the past when they put up graphics about Chicago championships and the White Sox aren't included. NBC's not the only uh, the only suspect here. ESPN's right up there, but this was lazy trash bag garbage. NBC ignoring the Chicago White Sox in a vignette leading into their NASCAR race that featured all Chicago sports champions for the exception of the two thousand five White Sox. That's dog
1: bleep. Um, yeah, dog.
2: <laughs> Theo, what about you?
3: Ooh, that was that's tough to follow, man.
2: I, I'm so tired of it. Like I, I realize that White Sox fans are few and far between. Okay. I understand that. I'm one of maybe two in the entire state of Florida. Okay. That said, like that's ridiculous. That's a top three market in the United States, the third largest city in the United States. Do you think if they had a NASCAR race in LA, they're leaving off uh the Angels? Do you think they're leaving off the Dodgers? You think they're leaving off the Lakers? No, they're going to get all of those. The Kings, they're going to get all of them. They're probably going to get, like, LAFC in there. Easily. LA Galaxy's probably going to get in there. Like This is a baseball team in a baseball mad city like Chicago. Like New York, Yankees, Mets, they'd get it. Rangers, yep. Knicks, yep. Whole thing. Whole spectrum in Chicago. You just forget about the White Sox. And it's not the first time. And that's what drives me crazy. I am a fan of a baseball team that is one of the least relevant teams in all of sports. And it pisses me off.
3: Wow, um, can we can we get Robert Sala one more time just to give us some separation before I um, God man, was dumb. <laughs> thank you coach okay All right. mm. well speaking of media yeah it's uh, <laughs> really tough one to follow it is so tough I'm like I'm, I'm- I'm kind of okay. But
2: and by the way, what is your dog bleep Mondays? There's something you saw over the weekend, heard over the weekend that was just complete dog bleep. 888 760 760 On Twitter at KLV 1063. I'm sorry, Theo. Go
3: ahead. All right. Here we go. So, as media members, we all have our public biases that we lean on and that we use that shape our voice and make us different from one another. So, that's understood, especially in sports media um, when you're allowed to be a fan. But what the good folks. And, I, and, and it's hard for me to even call them the good folks right now, but let's just say the folks over at theranger.com.
2: That's Bill Simmons media entity.
3: Yes. yes, yes. Bill Simmons, obviously an out former ESPN. Yes, yeah, Celtics fan, mm-hmm. former ESPN, Grantland, all the whole nine, one of the greater podcasters and bloggers we've had in the sports world in this generation. Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor and the rest of the Rangerverse. Parading, dancing, stumping on the Miami Heat's trade offers for Damian Lillard and acting as if the Portland Trailblazers should not go, you know, do right by Damian Lillard, their superstar for 11 years, and trade him to his desired destination because he picked the Miami Heat. And them also trying to back it. Like, I would have been more okay with this if Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor and all the guys and even Ryan Rossillo jumped in on it. If they were saying, okay, look, we're Celtics fans, so we don't want it to happen. We're also guys that are anti heat. We like, you know, the big city teams, the Lakers, the the Knicks and all of that. So we would prefer Dame Lillard go somewhere like that. I would prefer it if they at least coded their language with the uh you know with the view of a fan but no they they tried to back it as, as if
2: there's some sort of journalist
3: yes as, as Kevin O'Connor weren't.
2: especially oh. who <laughs> I, I understand if you're saying Bill Simmons Ryan Rossillo and Kevin O'Connor you'd be like who the hell is Kevin O'Connor and trust me like yeah, yeah, yeah. who the hell is who Kevin O'Connor uh, just in short he's someone that has through the fortunate grace of God been brought into the ringer to work alongside Ryan Rossillo and Bill Simmons and he purports himself as a journalist
3: yeah when in
2: reality fan. he's just a Celtics fan, yeah. and all he does is try and diminish the Heat, even when they're winning. There we go. There's your there's your synopsis on Kevin O'Connor.
3: That's Kevin O'Connor, and and the the uh, the job that they did over there at Weenie Hut Junior, just trying to parade. And I mean, again, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. It was miserable, and it was also just as a guy that's also another fellow sports journalist, it just it it makes you feel a little icky about what they're trying to do. Again, Lillard's still going to come to the Heat. Lillard's still coming to South Florida but them trying to carry the water for, for the Blazers and for the rest of the league trying to prevent it and make it as if the Heat don't have a good trade offer is dog bleed. Uh,
2: uh Coach?
1: Um, no, it's
3: dog
2: By the way, and Kevin O'Connor wrote a piece that I would not recommend you read uh, uh, on the ringer. This is the headline. The Heat or Damian Lillard's preferred destination, but all reports indicate they are no way an absolute lock to acquire him. Like, that's, that's hope writing. Hope tweeting. He's hoping, hoping, hoping. That's not journalism. That's just complete Celtics fan petty nonsense. And that's what that is.
3: And they never gave a real solid trade package that was that much more tantalizing than what the Heat have to offer. Like, they're centering stuff around Tyrese Maxey and then the thought of maybe Jalen Brown. And it's like, at this point, dude, like, give it up. The Heat obviously are going to be in line to get Lillard. (laughs) and you can cry about it later. It's just so
2: sad. And then these same people, who, why are Miami fans always attacking me on social media? Well, it's because you're, you're hope tweeting and you purport yourself to be one thing when you're just simply like sort of a Celtics blogger. It's dude. lame.
0: It's pretty, uh, it's not lame. It's a uh, um, good
1: yeah,
2: it point. Dumb. What is something you saw or heard over the weekend in sports that was just complete dog bleep? It's a dog bleep Monday here on Ken Levick Alive. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, at KLV1063 on Twitter. Theo says, hey, The Ringer, Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo, Kevin O'Connor, Uh, You just dog bleep. The way you're handling this Damon Lillard thing, we we get you have salty tears, and we get that you're petty, but it's dog bleep. For me, it was NBC completely ignoring in their Chicago championship vignette leading into the street race for NASCAR yesterday, just ignoring the Chicago White Sox as if they haven't won a championship within the last 20 years. Again, they went 85 Bears. But not 2005 White Sox. Remember when we were talking about Scott Pesednik last yes. week? He was the leadoff hitter for the White Sox yeah. in 2005. We, we knew that. You didn't have to tell us that. Scotty P? Come on, Scotty dude. P. Oh, Scotty right. P. Scotty P. Yeah. P. Stealing those bases, right, there. Right.
3: Yeah, because Scotty P. There was two Scotty P's in Chicago history. There's Scotty Pippen, mm-hmm. and then there's Scott Pas- Pes- Pesednik. No. We're- <laughs> I was, was wondering if he was going to
2: give it a go. He did, and that was predictable. David in Jupiter on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, David.
4: I tell you what, the dog bleeps that I heard over this weekend was actually just a few minutes ago when I was agreeing with a sob story I heard about how the White Sox were not mentioned. And I was like, <laughs> you know what, that's right. White Sox won a championship, a World Series should have been mentioned with all the other Chicago championships. That wasn't it. What was it? Was when you then followed that hurt <laughs> that you had uh-huh, with the Wrigley up Field with shot. calling Wrigley yeah. Field an overrated yeah. stadium that smells, it smells like, like urine, horse pee. Yeah, brother, come on now. I I, I've sat in that stadium and in in the White Sox stadium uh-huh. many, many, many times. The sterile vanilla feel of where the White Sox have their home games mm-hmm. on the south side. Mm-hmm is no comparison to one of the most sacred baseball grounds of Wrigley Field. David, this is not about
2: Guaranteed Rate Field. This is not about Guaranteed Rate Field. Let's keep this discussion to Wrigley Field, please, okay? Mm. Uh, Guaranteed Rate Field, (laughs) totally different discussion, and it does smell like sautéed onions there. Very delicious, by the way, even if you're not an onion fan, Wrigley Field, I'm telling you, David, is an overrated concrete falling dump.
4: Well... I'll tell you what, I'll leave you with this story. I went to the Bartman game, unfortunately, but before the oh. game, in the in the six rows up from the old Chicago Cubs uh-huh. bullpen, uh-huh. the smoke from the grill across the street on the rooftop was blown over the stadium and engulfed where Mike Pryor was warming up, and you could <laughs> smell the the sausage from the grill across the street, and you looked mm. out, with the lights on at Wrigley Field at this beautiful, beautiful stadium. Yes, it's old, but there's no better feel, no better authentic old baseball feel than Wrigley Field and maybe Fenway Park and some of these other stadiums. It is the essence of baseball, and you, you, sir... Should be less bitter on this so, great holiday weekend.
0: So, so, so David, are you uh, saying that your subject for today's Dogbleed Monday is, in fact, Ken Lavica?
4: That's exactly oh, yeah. right. It, it is you, sir.
1: Dumb. It is you. Uh,
0: thank you, David.
2: I appreciate that. I'm not going to – and speaking of, there's nothing that's more comforting than an old baseball stadium. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Go to Wrigley Field and those wooden seats and uh, get splinters in your ass. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. But at least it was quaint for you with Ivy, okay? Stone, what about you? What is your uh, what is your admission here into Dog Bleep Monday? All right, so uh, as you guys know, the Denver Nuggets, yes, they it uh, did win a title, they right? They sure did, emphatically. They, uh,
0: emphatically did, and I, I think a big part of that at times was uh, who's known now as Brucey e. B. Mr. Bruce Brown averaged 11 points during the season. University of Miami. Shout almost 50%. Yes, a Kane, grad himself. My Dog Bleep. Submission is going to be Mr. Uh, Mike Malone. If you guys remember what happened at the uh, parade. Head coach,
2: Denver Nuggets.
0: Head coach, I present to you Mike Malone uh, at the championship parade.
4: Bruce. Hey,
3: yo, tell me. Is Bruce B going anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hell no. Hey, we run this <laughs> back. We running-
2: Get loud. Oh, man. Mike Malone wants to get loud. Mike Malone definitely whiffed on that. Well, all right. where did Bruce Bronco?
0: He's an Indiana Pacer.
2: <laughs> Yikes. Signed a two year contract for Ooh, uh, boy. $45
0: Uh huh. So, Mike Malone, you are not running that bleep back. Uh huh. So, there is my dog bleep. Mike Malone, you got to be better than that. You can't let that liquid talk.
2: He talked a little oh, too he loud. Did. He was talking crap about LeBron. Mm-hmm. He was prognosticating. Bruce Brown was coming back. Mike Malone got reckless at that
3: championship. Um, right. dog. <laughs> y'all also keep calling him Mike, and he prefers Michael. I'm sorry, Michael Malone. Yeah, so he's gonna get y'all for dog bleed Monday as well. Let's uh, him get
2: some liquor in his system.
3: Oh yeah, and, all, and I gotta say about Bruce Brown. I, I mean, they could only pay him what like seven million a year, something yeah. like that, because of the NBA yeah. rules or yeah. whatever. And it was obvious Bruce Brown was going to leave. But the Nuggets have had a, a kind of bad offseason, man. So so there's some some light opening up.
2: It also feels like the Nuggets can find another Bruce Brown somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I I don't mean any disrespect for Bruce Brown. I'm glad he's getting his money, just like I'm glad Max Struess is getting his money, like I'm glad Gabe Vincent's getting
1: his money. There are more
2: Bruce Browns to be had in yeah. the NBA.
1: Has something for everyone. ESPN West Palm, 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can
0: we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Again? yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah,
1: yeah. From the jar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 1063. Rome wasn't built in a day.
2: Nor are Kim Ings, Miami Marlins, born in just one single offseason. The Marlins have been super exciting throughout the course of the year to this point. What a surprise. Biggest surprise stone in baseball, correct? No doubt. But now we have the baseline. Uh, no pun intended. What the Marlins are and what they aren't. What they are? Fun. Competitive. Potential playoff team. What they're not? The Atlanta Braves. Huh. And that came fully to fruition right before our very eyes this weekend. Yikes. It was not even close. And shocker, Chaz Chisholm appears to be hurt again going into the All-Star break. That said, fine. Let the sweep happen. Bygones be bygones. and get right back on the horse heading into the second half. And plenty of opportunities for you to see what I think is playoff-bound Miami Marlins baseball. Stone, Tell us more.
0: You see what he did there? It was pessimism, pessimism, pessimism. And then he just rounded
2: it out. I brought us back into the sunshine. With,
0: hey, it's all right. We'll figure it out. I appreciate that. It's just a perfect toss to me over here. Hey, folks, let's knock it out of the park this season. The Miami Marlins. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership. That gets you even more. Lock-in priority seating not to the games where they play the Braves. Save on food and merchandise, access to exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There'll be promotions, giveaways, all that stuff all season long, not to mention the players. <clears throat> not Jazz Chisholm. But hey, Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara? See what I just did uh-huh. there? That was good. That's because
2: I usually toss it to you. Yep. Uh, by the way, <laughs> maybe Jazz Chisholm. We just don't know. We don't know. That looked like an oblique issue he Definitely had yesterday oblique. on that swing. Before that, the, the three games he played, that was electric. Absolutely. Get your tickets today and join us at
0: Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. And again, I'm a
2: Luis Arias guy. <laughs> In case you're scoring at
3: home. let get it.
2: Um, real quick, I want to thank everybody who reached out uh, to wish me happy birthday on my 39th birthday. It was yesterday. We very much against my will Friday. Uh, talked about at length that it was my birthday. Uh, So, thank you to those who did say thank you. I'm not going to sit here and say I wish that didn't happen. I appreciate that, but also the 39th birthday is one of the most pointless birthdays that any human being can go through Mm. in their entire lifespan. No, There's nothing to celebrate a 39th birthday about except for, hey, I made it here. I suppose for some, that's good enough. For me, it was just sort of, eh, 39. And... It's, my God, next year at this time I'll be 40.
3: Yeah. And that's Ew. a bad thought. I well, know, it's awful. Four play to 40. That's how you got to look at it.
2: <sighs> four play
3: to 40? Yeah. yeah. And
2: I think this year, Ew. with it being my 39th birthday, I think part of what turned me off about just celebrating it as a whole is, like, I'm 39, it's a pointless birthday, and I'm also I'm celebrating a birthday still with a little bit of soreness in my package, from a vasectomy. So uh, everything's hit me at one time. Couldn't uh, properly celebrate. Right, Everything's hit me at one time. It's like, hey, uh, I'm an old man. I got the snip. And I'll, oh, yeah, here comes that 39th birthday that nobody cares about. And it's not a milestone birthday. Hey
0: guys, That's you, what happened. Hey,
2: guys, you remember Ken's 39th? <laughs> That's
0: not said. That's not uh, a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's I'll not, never it's forget, forget your thing. 39th. It's not a thing.
3: I, know, I was I was having FOMO on social media, oh. looking at all the celebration for the thirty They no. brought you in. They had a red carpet.
2: No, but it, it was, was it, with it was fun. Like Jeanette and my wife did a great job of actually celebrating it. And again, like I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate yeah. it. All I'm saying is that I would. They they didn't have to do that because. And part of me thinks they just do that because they know it drives me crazy. Yes, I'm not a huge fan of like, hey. It's about me. It's my birthday. It's my birthday weekend. It's my birthday week. It's my birthday month. Like, I'm not into that stuff. I'm not even into the, hey, it's my birthday. Like, I just, I'm not, especially a 39th birthday, though. Like, especially a
3: 39th birthday. Says the guy with the self-titled radio show.
2: Well, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's different. My birthday and look at ball. me, look at me, look at me, uh, listen to me talk. Like, that's a little bit different. Yeah. Like, what separates you
3: from that coach at uh, FDU, man? Oh, uh, Coach, look at me, yeah. the guy
2: who's at Iona now. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a, a public forward-facing turd. I don't know. <laughs> we already forgot his name. Uh, yeah, there's 15 minutes. I forget his name. Dusty that's, May took those 15 minutes from him.
3: Yeah, that's crazy. I cannot think of his name.
2: I'll <laughs> say this, Dusty May's minutes, way more sustainable <laughs> over a longer period of time than that guy.
3: Come on now. Okay. Uh,
2: and uh, there was there was one more thing I was going to mention here. Oh, 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 uh, Progress. For those of you, I know that uh, before I had the uh, vasectomy, you guys were trying to pump me up like, hey, it's fine. It'll be okay. Um, the last week and a half has felt like five weeks, but I still need to remind myself week and a half today for the first time since the procedure. Lifted full weights. Oh, No nice. deload, no mm. nothing. Full force and felt pretty good. So we're, we're coming back. I love it. We're on the comeback now. Like, didn't even bother you? No, not really. There didn't is. feel any tightness or anything. Maybe there was a little like, ooh, I, I kind of felt that. But there was no tightness. There was no sustained anything. Uh, it's one fifteen in the afternoon. Feeling great. So right it's good. On. So amazing. it's good. I do think your boy is back to running next week. Let's go. Welcome back to wait, the cold. No, don't do that. You're rushing it. I'm not rushing you're it. Rushing what? You're rushing it. Rushing or rush in it?
3: No, you're Because you're, you're, I'm not you're.
2: rushing, and I don't think I'm rushing <laughs> it either.
3: I don't think you're rushing. Oh, okay. You're rushing it. You're rushing it. I don't think so. You can... You, i
2: give it a little jog. Weeks. I'll let it give it... A, no, six weeks. That's insanity. Let him heal. Now, could you imagine if I told your dad, Stone, <laughs> hey, I waited six weeks before doing anything physical oh. after my vasectomy. Your dad would laugh at me and never have any respect for me, the little he has ever again. Would tell me to find a new job. Oh, my God. Your dad, the ultimate man, would be like, what... Oh, uh, what an absolute softy.
3: Uh y'all trying to be macho men, man. You gotta and let him heal. We, we just learned something about Theo. Soft. Yeah, a little yeah. soft. Six weeks. I'm a healer, man. Six weeks. The power of like, healing. Oh,
2: I cut my finger. Oh, six weeks. <laughs> this man, Theo sounds like uh he's he's just doing load management in life.
0: Right.
3: Yeah. Hell yeah, man.
0: Sit back and, and enjoy the roses, man. Hangover one week. He needs it all, whatever
2: it is. Come on, five, five days of aspirin, please. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and uh, get Coach Robert Sala in here. We like to do this when we can. Things we see over the weekend, we just can't believe. it. we put our head in our hands, we smack our hand to our forehead, we say, "What a bunch of dog bleep!" It's the appropriately named Dog Bleep Monday.
1: Um, yeah, it was dog. <laughs>
2: All right, let's start this and do so in very, very angry fashion. NBC yesterday, Theo, you catch uh, NASCAR uh, driving through the streets of Chicago, their Chicago street race yesterday?
3: I didn't catch the drive. I was in Detroit. But I did hear, yeah, they had to like delay some stuff because of the rain.
2: It was a lot of rain, and they had some of the more hilarious pileups you're ever going to find. As someone who grew up in Chicago and has done plenty of driving on Lakeshore Drive in Chicago, I can't tell you how much PTSD I had from seeing 789 car pileups making a right-hand turn on a Lakeshore Drive yesterday during this NASCAR street race. It was hilarious and a cute NASCAR tribute to the traffic in downtown Chicago. That said, before... The race took place, and you're a man of TV, Theo, WPTV News Channel 5, yeah. WFLX, Fox 29. Before sporting events, they put together a a, a sort of a, a promo package, a, a, a lead-in. It's very heavily produced. Sometimes it's inspirational. It's very entertaining. It grabs the eye. This was a 90-second promo leading into the race in Chicago yesterday for NASCAR, and the premise of it was... That Chicago's a city of champions. Mm. Chicago's a city where greatness shines through. And they showed highlights of, of course, the 2016 Cubs, right? They showed video highlights of the Michael Jordan Bulls. They showed video highlights of the 2013 Chicago Blackhawks. They showed highlights of the 1985 Chicago Bears and referenced the Super Bowl shuffle. But there was a glaring omission to all of this. Mm -hmm. I remember back in the year 2005, and yes, we had color TV back then, a team by the name of the Chicago White Sox won the World Series. A whole 11 damn years before the Chicago Cubs did it. The Chicago White Sox, who had the second longest drought in baseball history Mm. between World Series wins in 2005, ending that streak at 88 years, a streak that was longer than the beloved Boston Red Sox who had done it the year prior. The Chicago White Sox won the World Series. Yet, NBC decided either A, never heard of it, or B, just to ignore it, the only professional team in Chicago, and I suppose the Chicago Sky, but if we're talking male sports in mm. Chicago, the one male sport ignored that has won a title. Before the I mean, you put the Bears in there. The Super Bowl shuffle Bears. I was barely, barely six months old when that happened, okay? Like and we're it. still talking about that? That's meatball nonsense, the White Sox not being included in that. Me, as a Chicago White Sox fan, as a sports fan, I'm offended by that. And I think that's lazy by NBC. And I think it is just par for the course, the way that Chicago and the way the media treats the Chicago White Sox is an afterthought because it's all about the cute Cubs, all about the Ivy, all about Wrigleyville, all the old stadium, all oh, cute little cubbies. Oh, that stadium, Wrigley Field, smells like piss. Okay? It is the most overrated venue in all of sports. Get over them. NBC. Screwing over the White Sox, just like ESPN has done in the past when they put up graphics about Chicago championships and the White Sox aren't included. NBC's not the only uh, the only suspect here. ESPN's right up there. But this was lazy, trash bag garbage. NBC ignoring the Chicago White Sox in a vignette leading into their NASCAR race that featured all Chicago sports champions for the exception of the 2005 White Sox. That's dog bleep.
1: Um, it dog
2: Theo, what
3: about you? Ooh, that was, that's tough to follow, man. I,
2: I'm so tired of it. Like, I, I realize that White Sox fans <laughs> are few and far between, okay? I understand that. I'm one of maybe two in the entire state of Florida, okay? That said, like, that's ridiculous. That's a top three market in the United States, the third largest city in the United States. Do you think if they had a NASCAR race in L.A., they're leaving off uh, the Angels? Do you think they're leaving off the Dodgers? You think they're leaving off the Lakers? No, they're going to get all those. The Kings, they're going to get all of them. They're probably going to get, like, LAFC in there. Easily. LA Galaxy's probably going to get in there. Like This is a baseball team in a baseball mad city like Chicago. Like New York, Yankees, Mets, they'd get it. Rangers, yep. Knicks, yep. Whole thing. Whole spectrum in Chicago. You just forget about the White Sox. And it's not the first time. And that's what drives me crazy. I am a fan of a baseball team that is one of the least relevant teams in all of sports. And it pisses me off.
3: Wow, um, can we can we get Robert Sala one more time just to give us some separation before I um, God, dog. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. Okay. All right. Mm. Well, speaking of media, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a really tough one to follow. It is so tough. I'm like I'm. I'm- I'm kind of okay, but
2: And by the way, what is your dog bleep Mondays? There's something you saw over the weekend, heard over the weekend that was just complete dog bleep. 888 3776 3776 On Twitter at KLV1063. I'm sorry, Theo. Go ahead.
3: All right. Here we go. So as media members, we all have our public biases that we lean on and that we use that shape our voice and make us different from one another. So that's understood, especially in sports media, um, when you're allowed to be a fan. But what the good folks... And, I, and, and it's hard for me to even call them the good folks right now, but let's just say the folks over at theranger.com. That's Bill
2: Simmons media
3: entity. Yes. Yes, yes. Bill Simmons, obviously an out former ESPN Yes, yeah, Celtics fan, mm-hmm. former ESPN, Grantland, all the whole nine, one of the greater podcasters and bloggers we've had in the sports world in this generation. Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor and the rest of the Rangerverse. Parading, dancing, stumping on the Miami Heat's trade offers for Damian Lillard and acting as if the Portland Trailblazers should not go, you know, do right by Damian Lillard, their superstar for 11 years, and trade him to his desired destination because he picked the Miami Heat. And them also trying to back it. Like, I would have been more okay with this if Bill Simmons and Kevin O'Connor and all the guys and even Ryan Rossillo jumped in on it. If they were saying, okay, look, we're Celtics fans, so we don't want it to happen. We're also guys that are anti heat. We like, you know, the big city teams, the Lakers, the the Knicks and all of that. So we would prefer Dame Lillard go somewhere like that. I would prefer it if they at least coded their language. With the uh you know, with the view of a fan, but no, they, they try to back it.
2: As, as if they're some sort of journalist.
3: Yes, as as Kevin if they O'Connor, were,
2: especially oh, who I, I understand if you're saying Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo, and Kevin O'Connor, you'd be like, Who the hell is Kevin O'Connor? And trust me, like, yeah, 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 who the hell is who Kevin hell? O'Connor? Uh, just in short, he's someone that has, through the fortunate grace of God, been brought into the ringer to work alongside Ryan Rossillo and Bill Simmons, and he purports himself as a journalist. Yeah. When in reality fan. he's just a Celtics fan, yeah. and all he does is try to diminish the Heat, even when they're winning. There we go. There's your there's your synopsis on Kevin O'Connor.
3: That's Kevin O'Connor, and and the the uh, the job that they did over there at Weenie Hut Junior, just trying to parade. And I mean, again, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. It was miserable, and it was also just as a guy that's also another fellow sports journalist, it just it it makes you feel a little icky about what they're trying to do. Again, Lillard's still going to come to the Heat. Lillard's still coming to South Florida but them trying to carry the water for, for the Blazers and for the rest of the league trying to prevent it and make it as if the Heat don't have a good trade offer is dog bleep. Uh,
2: uh, coach?
1: Um, yeah, it's
3: dog
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Kevin O'Connor wrote a piece that I would not recommend you read uh, uh, on the ringer. This is the headline. The Heat are Damian Lillard's preferred destination, but all reports indicate they are no way an absolute lock to acquire him. Like, that's, that's hope writing. Hope tweeting. He's hoping, hoping, hoping. That's not journalism. That's just complete Celtics fan petty nonsense. And that's what that is.
3: And they never gave a real solid trade package that was that much more tantalizing than what the Heat have to offer. Like, they're centering stuff around Tyrese Maxey and then the thought of maybe Jalen Brown. And it's like, at this point, dude, like, give it up. The Heat obviously are going to be in line to get Lillard. And you can cry about it later. It's just so
2: sad. And then these same people are, why are Miami fans always attacking me on social media? Well, it's because you're you're hope tweeting and you purport yourself to be one thing when you're just simply like sort of a Celtics blogger. It's, lame.
0: It? it's pretty uh it's not lame, it's a. Uh, um man,
2: Good point. Dog <laughs> What is something you saw or heard over the weekend in sports that was just complete dog bleep? It's a dog bleep Monday here on Ken Lavica Live. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776 at KLV1063 on Twitter. Theo says, hey, The Ringer, Bill Simmons, Ryan Rossillo, Kevin O'Connor, you just dog bleep. The way you're handling this Damon Lillard thing, we, we get you have salty tears, and we get that you're petty, but it's dog bleep. For me, it was NBC completely ignoring in their Chicago championship vignette leading into the street race for NASCAR yesterday, just ignoring the Chicago White Sox as if, they haven't won a championship within the last 20 years. Like again, they went 85 Bears, but not 2005 White Sox. Remember when we were talking about Scott Pesednik last yes. week? He was the leadoff hitter for the White Sox yeah. in 2005. We, we knew that. You didn't have to tell us that. Scotty P? Come on, Scotty dude. P. Yeah, Scotty that's right. P. Scotty P. Scotty yeah. P. Stealing those bases, right, there. Right.
3: Yeah, because Scotty P. There was two Scotty P's in Chicago history. There's Scotty Pippen, mm-hmm. and then there's Scott P- so yes, P- P- said, oh. we're, we're I was wondering P- if he pseudo. was going to
2: give it a go. He did, and <laughs> that was predictable. David in Jupiter on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, David. I tell you
4: what the dog bleeps that I heard over this weekend was actually just a few minutes ago when I was agreeing with a sob story I heard about how the White Sox were not mentioned. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? That's right. White Sox won a championship. A World Series should have been mentioned with all the other Chicago championships, that wasn't it. What was it was when you then followed that hurt <laughs> that you had.
2: Uh-huh, with the up Field with Wrigley Field calling
4: Wrigley Field an yeah. overrated yeah. stadium that smells, smells like, like horse pee. Yeah. Brother, come on now. I stand I, by. I've sat in that stadium and in, in the White Sox stadium uh-huh. many, many, many times The sterile vanilla feel of where the White Sox have their home games mm-hmm. on the South side mm-hmm. is no comparison to one of the most Sacred baseball grounds of Wrigley Field.
2: David, this is and not you- about Guaranteed Rate Field. This is not about Guaranteed Rate Field. Let's keep this discussion Wrigley Field, please, okay? Mm. Uh, guaranteed Rate Field, <laughs> totally different discussion. And it does smell like sautéed onions there. Very delicious, by the way, even if you're not an onion fan. Wrigley Field, I'm telling you, David, is an overrated concrete falling dump.
4: Well... I'll tell you what, I'll leave you with this story. I went to the Bartman game, unfortunately, but before the oh. game, in the in the six rows up from the old Chicago Cubs uh-huh. bullpen, uh-huh. the smoke from the grill across the street on the rooftop was blown over the stadium and engulfed where Mike Pryor was warming up, and you could smell <laughs> the the sausage from the grill across the street, and you looked mm. out with the lights on at Wrigley Field at this beautiful, beautiful stadium. Yes, it's old, but there's no better feel, no better authentic old baseball feel than Wrigley Field and maybe Fenway Park and some of these other stadiums. It is the essence of baseball, and you, you, sir... Should be less bitter on this great holiday weekend.
0: So, so, so David, are you Uh, saying that your subject for today's Dogblee Monday is,
2: in fact, Ken LaVica?
4: That's exactly right. It it is you, sir.
1: Uh, It is you.
2: Thank you, David. I appreciate that. I'm not going to. And and speaking of, there's nothing that's more comforting than an old baseball stadium. Yeah, that's fine. Go to Wrigley Field and those wooden seats and uh, get splinters in your ass. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. But at least it was quaint. For you with Ivy. Okay. Stone, what about you? What is your uh, what is your admission here into Dog Bleep Monday? All right.
0: So uh, as you guys know, the Denver Nuggets, yes, they uh they did win a the title. They right? sure did, they, emphatically. Uh, emphatically did. And I, I think a big part of that at times was uh who's known now as Brucey e. B. Mr. Bruce Brown averaged eleven points during the season. University of Miami. Shadow almost fifty percent. Yes, a Kane, grad himself. My dog bleep. Submission is going to be Mr. Uh, Mike Malone. If you guys remember what happened at the uh, parade, head coach,
2: Denver Nuggets.
0: Head coach, I present to you Mike Malone uh, at the championship parade.
3: Hey, Y'all tell me, is Brucey B going
1: anywhere? Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> uh oh. Hell no. Hey.
2: Get loud. Oh man. Mike Malone wants to get loud. Mike Malone definitely whiffed on that. Well, all right. Cuz did
0: Bruce Bronco? He's an Indiana Pacer. Signed <laughs> a 2-year contract for a uh, boy. 45 million. Uh-huh. So Mike Malone you are not running that bleep back. Uh-huh. So there is my dog bleep Mike Malone you got to be better than that. You can't let that liquid talk he
2: talked a little oh, too bad. He, he was talking crap about LeBron. Mm-hmm. He was prognosticating. Bruce Brown was coming back. Mike Malone got reckless at that championship. Um, dog.
3: Yeah, <laughs> y'all also keep calling him Mike, and he prefers Michael. I'm sorry,
2: Michael Malone.
3: Yeah, so he's gonna get y'all for dog Monday as well. Uh, get
2: some liquor in his system.
3: Oh yeah, and, all, and I gotta say about Bruce Brown. I, I mean, they could only pay him what like seven million a year, something yeah. like that, because of the NBA yeah, rules or yeah. whatever. And it was obvious Bruce Brown was going to leave. But the Nuggets have had a, a kind of bad offseason, man. So so there's some some light opening up. It
2: also feels like the Nuggets can find another Bruce Brown somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't mean any disrespect for Bruce Brown. I'm glad he's getting his money, just like I'm glad Max Strus is getting his money, like I'm glad Gabe Vincent's getting his money. There are more Bruce Browns to be had in yeah. the NBA. A replaceable like they're just aw- player.
3: Yeah. just a replaceable player. He's loud.
2: Yeah. Uh, where else are we going to here on Dog Bleed Monday on Ken Live? Uh, Should we should we take a break and then get to the calls? You tell me, Stone. You're running this whole crap show. I think we shall. What? Take, take a break. Okay, let's do that. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. Uh, stay on. We're going to get to your Dog Bleed Monday. we got to get things off of our chest because we're not here tomorrow because of the Independence Day holiday. So this is your timed event to us about nonsense you heard over the weekend. What did you see or hear over the weekend it was just complete dog bleep. A happy dog bleep Monday to all of you. He's Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN
1: 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3.
2: Uh, Coach Shala, real quick, remind us. Remind us, Coach Shala, what what are we doing on this Monday?
1: Um...
2: Dog. That's right. Dog Bleep Monday here on Ken Luvick Alive. You know what stunk yesterday? Was watching Ricky Fowler's first win in 1,603 days on an app exclusive PGA Tour broadcast. That stunk. Get into that in a moment. If you couldn't smell that, chances are you have some nose issues. Does that stunk to high heaven? If you aren't smelling particularly well, you need to take a visit to Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He is the ENT extraordinaire, our man down in Boynton Beach. He has been doing it for decades. He's our dude, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. GoldhaberSinus.com. Ear problems, nose problems, throat issues. If you're congested all the time, if you have constant tonsil pain, if you're hearing ringing in your ears, if you have a snoring problem, check, 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 check. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he can help you. You don't have to live with that. You don't have to suffer from that. That's what it is. It's not I just live with it. That's suffering with it. You don't want to suffer. Dr. Neil Goldhaber can find a solution for you. He's been doing it for decades. So get your consultation now with the best damn guy and best damn ENT you're going to find. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com, goldhabersinus.com. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. What is something you saw or heard over the weekend that was complete dog bleep? Just epic, utter dog bleep. For example, me. And I'm a fan of South Florida teams. Well, I'm a Chicago White Sox fan and a fan of the other South Florida teams then. Um, But me, I still have Chicago running through my blood. I'm a Chicagoan through and through, born and raised. And me watching NBC in a vignette for their NASCAR street race, which, by the way, very entertaining yesterday. The vignette, though, giving footage... Highlights of every championship team in Chicago and completely excluding the 2005 World Series champion Chicago White Sox. That was?
1: Um, that yeah, Thank you.
2: <laughs> For Theo, Theo's was everybody at the ringer. Come on. Whether it's Kevin O'Connor. Whether it is Ryan Rasilla, whether it's Bill Simmons, just praying, praying on social media, praying, hoping that the Heat don't get Damian Lillard, trying to undercut it at every turn. That is complete dog bleep. And Michael Malone, head coach, Denver Nuggets, at the championship parade two and a half weeks ago, saying, we're going to run it back with Bruce Brown. What happened? Well, he's now on the Indianapolis, (laughs) Indiana Pacers. What what is your dog bleat Monday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Twitter's open at KLV1063 in Palm Beach Gardens. It is John on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, John.
4: Hey, how's it going? Good.
2: Um Mine definitely from this weekend is the
4: Marlins pitching, especially in the first inning against the Braves.
2: Oh. <sighs> It, that, it was a minor miracle yesterday, John, when they didn't give up a run in the first inning. I couldn't believe what I was watching.
4: Yeah, I mean, they're so, the, the two last two kids were supposed to be liked out. You know, the Cy Young winner, and then their prized rookie, and they both bombed out.
2: Yeah, they sure did. And uh, it was a 16, let's see, let's see, and appreciate the call. Yeah, this was an epic epic beatdown in this series, okay? So Friday it was 16 to 4, okay? And the Braves hit about 5 billion home runs in that game. Mm. Uh a 5-run first inning for the Braves on a Friday, okay? Then you fast forward to Saturday. That's uh, fine. Just let it go. Uh bounce back, no problems. 7-nothing. The Braves win 6-run first inning for <laughs> yep. the Braves. So the game was over after one inning yesterday, the Marlins miraculously don't give up a single run. They still lose 6-3. to three. Uh. They get swept by a massive margin in the series. They vastly lose the aggregate scoring as well. And so I suppose what we learned from this weekend, Stone, is the Marlins, they're good and fun. They're not Braves good at all. I
0: was... <sighs> I, I do want to hear the Braves broadcast. Yes, team please. When 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 they did complete. Oh, the sweep. It,
2: so so hold on. What is the? Let me make sure that I know uh, what because uh, we want to give proper credit here on Ken Levick Alive. We're not that sloppy, yeah. Come on, are we? Okay, so uh, let's go ahead. Uh, this is Fox Sports Southeast. Fox uh, Bally. Sorry, T, uh, Bally Sports South. Bally Sports yep. South with the emphatic call of the Marlins and them getting swept, and this was a pretty – it hurts. It sort of jabs at your baseball soul, but this was this was a pretty appropriate call on Valley Sports South.
4: This should do it. And the three-day fish fry is complete. Oh, the three-game <laughs> fish fry
2: is complete. I love well, that. Can't argue with it. Kenny is in Boca. Hey, other Ken. Hey, Ken. How's it going? Good, man. Okay, so uh two quick things. The
4: first thing is uh my father's cousin is uh, I don't know if you know Ed Farmer. Uh, uh, yes, maybe be rest in peace. Public commentator. Yes. Yeah, passed away a couple Legend. years ago. Wow. Um, but uh anyway, um my big uh this weekend news was the J Will, Max yeah. and Keyshawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. my favorite show. Hmm. I don't know exactly what happened, but I'm very disappointed about that.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think that that's a good call. And this was happening, and appreciate the call, Kenny. This was happening as we were going on the air Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, Castone was off. Um, I'll reiterate now what I said then. Like, we don't dance on career graves, so we're not going to do it. Like, we made fun of Jalen Rose over the whole weather breakdown that he made in the Heat-Knicks series. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the man put a lot of time and did a lot of good work at ESPN. Uh, Susie Colbert, 27 years in the industry, out. The most notable from an ESPN radio standpoint, other than Jason Fitz, who's always been the best utility player that ESPN's maybe ever had, um, is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Now, for what I know now, Jaywill, Will, like right now, he's still under contract. Mm. And he told you that at the end of July, his contract expires, right? Correct. We don't know for sure what's happening with Jay Will. He still may remain at ESPN, but in a different capacity. We'll check with him. Like we've got the most direct line to J. Will of any of the people we just mentioned on this show. Um I feel so badly for guys like Keyshawn and Max because they, they put in good work. And you get up at 4 a.m. every day and you do this show and uh, that show never got a chance. And my This is my opinion, and I'm not crapping on ESPN, but it never really got a, a full chance to gel. And that time slot after Mike and Mike... Were broken up. Never got a full chance to ever develop in anything consistent. And so I hate it for them. Max Kellerman is really good at what he does. Keyshawn is a rising star in this business. Hell, he might go and be Skip Bayliss's partner uh, over on that fake first take show they have on FS1, right? Like That would be a good fit. Yeah. Um, so I feel badly for everybody involved. Like, tragically bad for everybody involved. And But don't be blaming Pat McAfee. For, for, oh, they're paying him so they can't pay all these people. Listen, when you see what ESPN pays in rights fees for the college football playoff, for uh, the NFL, for Major League Baseball, they the NHL for too, right? the NBA, the NHL now, yeah. like, all that stuff costs a lot of money because sports, there's so much money tied into live sports. That's what sells most, gives most exposure, is most viewed. So you got to spend money in there. Yeah. But unfortunately there's a downside to it, and that means downsizing. And it's a very inconvenient truth of what this industry has become. And that's a good it's a good dog bleep money there, Ken, uh, Kenny. Very good dog bleep Monday. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. <laughs>
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and
2: specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Join Replacement Spine and Sports Medicine Care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting Health.net slash ortho. Theo, did you know there are 33 Duffy's locations in total, 33? Come on. 33, and I plan to visit them all at some point.
3: Well, you know what? I'm planning to visit one a little later this afternoon. Okay. I actually got my cart right here. I'm doing a pickup order. Nice. I'm a busy man today. What are you getting? I got some amazing mozzarella sticks. Nice. nice. Every single time I pull up, I'm getting those. And then side, on the side, I'm getting some Parmesan truffle fries. Let's go. It's easy, baby. I mean, of course, you can go with the award-winning wings and burgers. And then even if you do have time to kick it a little while, this is my favorite thing to do, two-for-one drinks, and you sit anywhere in a Duffy's Sports Grill, and you know you'll have a good view of the TV because there's more than 80 televisions in every single Duffy's Sports Grill. Get your MVP card today. Sign up, Duffy'sMVP.com. Download the app and make sure you're locked in because this place, it has the eats, it has the two-for-one drinks, and it has the good vibes. Duffy'sMVP.com. And remember, Duffy's, our game is always on.
2: Now, last week, Theo, who is, when are you
3: getting married again? February. February in February yes, uh Theo
2: had to had to leave the station because he had wedding planning to do in Fort Lauderdale. And by the way, he could have taken Brightline, taken uh, the yellow train out of West Palm, gone to the beautiful station in Fort Lauderdale and avoided all the traffic. Brightline, brightline.com, go Brightline app, the way to stress-free, get through all of South Florida. If he wanted to take Brightline to Fort Lauderdale, which I would have recommended with stations in Boca Raton, Aventura as well, and of course Miami Central Station. Uh, what stage of wedding planning are we at right now?
3: We are almost locked in with a, with a uh, caterer and with a actual wedding planner. We're really close to uh, What day is your wedding going to be? It's going to be February 9th. No it's going to be on a they, Friday.
2: A Friday, Friday, Friday night?
3: Yeah. Did you go with Duffy's? Uh, for what, catering? For catering? Yeah. Yeah. They weren't approved. Oh. Oh. That's the one problem with these venues. They, they make you okay. pick I know. approved It's caterers. all a racket. Yeah. How,
2: much, uh, how much, other than showing up for the wedding planning session, how many decisions have you made? Great what have question. you been in charge of?
3: I have been in charge of nothing. Uh-huh. What about the flowers? So, the plants? No, nothing. Not even the flowers? Nothing. Wow. We haven't got the flowers yet. we got to get a caterer. Then you tell her, I want the flowers. I want the flowers. I want some input on the DJ, and <laughs> I care about the wedding list. Those are my top Is wedding. it open bar? Oh, of course. Come on. See,
2: we didn't do opening bar. We just did three types of liquor. We did, like, mimosas and margaritas and all that, and it was fine. It was fine. but that's good. That's just expensive, man. It is. Speaking of rackets. uh, All right. Well, we worked today, and we're off tomorrow, so talk to you Wednesday. That's the O. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.